Hey there, I'm Tony Ann. I am a wife and a mom of two little boys, and I'm a general dentist and reservist in the Navy. And I get it when it comes to be a busy working mom. I struggle with the thoughts of feeling like I wasn't good enough and losing my identity in motherhood. So I get it. And this is why I created The Real Happy Mom. To be a real happy mom, you have to remain authentic and true to yourself. And you don't need to be a so-called perfect mom. On the Real Happy Mom podcast, we'll interview real moms to chat about real life experiences. These guests and experts will help you to navigate the motherhood journey by providing answers to your questions and concerns surrounding raising children, self-care, confidence, and so much more. We'll have discussions that provide practical tips and resources that you can easily implement into your busy mom life. So if you're ready to get rid of the overwhelm and start being a real happy mom, join me in the Real Happy Mom podcast. Well, hey there, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. Today, it is just me and I'm going to be chatting with you on some things that I think are going to help you with self-care, in particular for fighting stress. Now, September is National Self-Care Awareness Month, and this month I wanted to focus on self-care. Now, there have been several episodes that I have done that have had the topic of self-care, and this is because I feel that self-care is super important for us as moms and something that we neglect to do on a regular basis. So I actually have about five episodes where I talked about self-care. Episode number 15, where I talked about 20 self-care ideas that cost no money. On episode number 44, where I talk about a nine-step morning self-care routine. And then also in episode number 43, where I talked to Miss uh, Kimberly, where she shares with us the five cups for self-care. Now, just a little background, Miss Kimberly is the one who kind of got me inspired in talking about self-care when I first started my blog, Real Happy Mom, two years ago. So this is a really good episode to reference back to. Again, that's episode number 43. And then also we talked about self-care in episode number 77, where I talked to my guests about aromatherapy for self-care, which was really enlightening and really helpful because that is something I did not do on a regular basis. And once I was, I pretty much had my eyes open to this whole new world of aromatherapy and what it could do for me. I was like, yes, I need this in my life on a regular basis. And then also in episode number 78, I talk about healthcare or self-care for sanity with Allison. And then lastly, there is one more episode where I share why self-care is a necessity. Now, if you are listening and you have heard about self-care, probably have heard it and probably felt like, you know, oh, self-care is this selfish thing. But self-care is something that we have to do pretty much for self-perseverance and to be good moms. We have to do self-care. Now, I know for some moms, self-care may look like bubble baths and pedicures and things like that. And although that is well and good, I think self-care gets down to some of the basic needs that we need. So just like you have an itty bitty baby that you bring home, there are some basic things that that baby needs. That baby needs food, that baby needs some love, baby needs some clean diapers. (laughs) And that's pretty much what we, we need to. We need to be clean, we need to be loved, and we need to be fed. Now, 
let me just break this down really quick. This is just Tony Ann's um, view on self-care, just to remind you. Now, when I'm talking about being fed, a lot of times we are eating scraps or leftovers that the kids have on their plate, not fixing ourselves, um, a plate of food for dinner or lunch, whatever the meal is, or we're just scarfing down a bunch of food, which is a bunch of garbage actually, and it's not nutritious and not helping us. So that's what I mean about making sure that you're being fed. So not just necessarily having your stomach full, but being fed nutritious foods that are actually going to help support you to be able to be that awesome mom throughout the day. And then also being clean because let's be honest, moms. I know that I am not the only one who has forgotten, oh, I didn't take a shower today. (laughs) Now, you have to make sure that you're taking care of some of those basic things. You can't be walking around funky and got stinky armpits and all that, mom. So you got to make sure that you're taking care of you in those basic aspects. And then also making sure that you're loved. This can be, you know, doing the things that you enjoy, whatever brings you joy and happiness. And remember that this joy and happiness doesn't have to be the same thing that brings joy and happiness to your partner or to your kids. Like it could be something totally separate. So for me, for instance, like I love doing my podcast. Are my kids or my husband here? Absolutely not, because this is something that I love to do and something that I truly enjoy. Now, there are some things that we enjoy together as a family, like watching WWE on Monday nights. Yes, I I will do that with them. But mom, you need something that you do just for you without having anyone else involved. This is something that makes you happy no matter what. It could be, you know, riding a bike. It could be hiking. It could be quilting. It could be making crafts on your cricket. Whatever the case is, whatever makes you happy. Now, if you were like how I was after I had my first son and I had pretty much gotten to a point where I did not know who I was, what I liked to do and what brought me that happiness and brought me that joy, I will tell you this, you need to go back and listen to my episode with Katie Cavo. I will make sure to link that in the show notes as well, where she talks about losing yourself in motherhood. But one way to help with that is just pretty much just trying new things or going back and thinking about what were the things that you used to enjoy before you became a mom. So for me, for instance, before I became a mom, I was dancing. Now, um, I'll be honest, I haven't really danced since like, 2000 and I don't know, seven maybe. But the point is, is if I really get stuck, I can go back to that. Or you can try something totally new. And one thing that I love to do is try something new on Skillshare. Now, Skillshare is an app where you can learn how to do a many, many, many different things, whether it's cooking, web design, business, journaling, calligraphy, any, pretty much anything that you can think of, you can learn how to do on Skillshare. And that is another link that I will make sure to put in the show notes so you can try it out for yourself. If you're like, Tony and I really just don't know what I like to do. Try something on Skillshare. If you don't like it, great. Move on. Try something else. It's all about trying something new and trying to find what lights you up and what makes you happy. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's jump into some powerful ways that you can do some self-care to help fight stress. So number one, you want to make sure that you're making your health a priority. You may have stress coming from multiple different directions, whether it be from work, school, family, kids, neighbors, whoever, but it's important to establish your health as a top priority. 
need to find balance between taking care of yourself and for others. And I know that sometimes that this can be a fine line, but the way that you can really make sure you're getting this done is putting it on the schedule, putting it in your planner. If it's in the planner, it will get done. So whether it's putting in the planner that you're going to take your walks, you're going to schedule your well visits, you're going to schedule that pap smear you've been putting off for the past few years, whatever it is, put it in your planner and make sure that you're getting it done. Number two, you want to understand some of the basic fundamentals of self-care. Now, self-care is a conscious effort to put yourself first and requires that you take time for activities that nourish and sustain your mind, body, and spirit. So when you make it a priority to take care of yourself first, you build a lifestyle that focuses on healthy choices. And building self-care into your daily habits, such as eating healthy breakfasts or exercising. Now, when it comes to building these healthy habits, you want to make sure that you start with something small. Don't try to add 10 healthy habits all at one time. This is something that I learned from my friend, Kara Harvey. It's about habit stacking. So start with one habit that you want to incorporate and do it with something that you already do habitually. So for instance, in the morning, you pretty much wake up and brush your teeth or most of us wake up and brush our teeth in the mornings. So if you want to establish another healthy habit, like let's just say for since you want to repeat affirmations in the morning, go ahead and brush your teeth and know that after you brush your teeth, you're going to say one positive affirmation and have it ready on the mirror for yourself. And then once you get that down packed, you can add another habit on top of that. So that's where the concept of habit stacking comes from. And by implementing in one healthy habit in each day or week, you'll begin your journey of taking better care of yourself. Now, the habit may be a tiny change, such as, you know, drinking more water or taking your lunch versus eating out. But the key is to pick something small that's easy to do. Then you can build from that foundation and add other habits like I was telling you about before. Next, you want to find your own path. Now, it's easy to get caught up in some of these self-care practices that you'll see a lot of these other influencers use, but it's more effective to find your own path to wellness. The way to do this is to find tips and habits that work best for you and your lifestyle. I know I talk about taking a walk and running and things like that, but you may not be able to do that. It may be staying inside and using your elliptical in the house. Whatever that looks like, make it work for you. Now, you may not have time to eat healthy lunches or exercise every day, but there are other ways to take care of yourself. So be willing to experiment with different ideas to figure out what self-care practices work well for you. Now, after that, you want to take time to continue growing. It's not enough to add just one self-care habit and move on. Stress will continue to be a factor as long as you are on this planet. So it's important to discover new self-care habits to alleviate your stress. Over time, the stress may become in different directions. For example, if your job is going well, then you may suddenly discover that there's some issues at home. If your family life is fine, then you may be worried about getting laid off. So you want to make sure that you are taking these things into consideration. And you may feel overwhelmed at times and as if you're taking steps back, but nevertheless, continue moving forward and make self-care a top priority. So those are my tips for you for making sure that you are implementing self-care techniques to help with stress relief. I hope you found this helpful and 
Make sure you go back and reference some of those previous episodes that I've done on self-care to make sure that you are finding what works for you and developing that path that we talked about earlier. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to get the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 95. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do me a favor and rate and subscribe. This helps me out more than you know, and I would be super grateful for you. All you have to do is scroll all the way down and you will see at the bottom where it'll say rate and review. Go ahead, hit that button, hit that five star, and then leave me a nice little comment saying why you love the Real Happy Mom podcast. Now that's it for this week. I'll be back again next Tuesday for another full episode where I will be talking to Stephanie Gass about time blocking. Now, if you don't know who Stephanie Gass is, you are going to want to stick around to hear what she has to say about time blocking, because I promise you it is going to change the way that you view time and how you manage it. So take care and I will talk to you next week with lots of love.